Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is your program, AM Inspirations. I'm your host for the segment, Yasmina Peterson. And of course, we are going to be speaking about a very important topic. And that is, of course, what are the best ways to keep your children productive throughout the day, whether it is school holidays or whether they are in school. And speaking to us more on this, we are now joined on the line by Molina Suleiman Ravat. Molina, assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you and to the listeners of Voice of the Cape. Always a pleasure speaking to you. Malina, how are you doing this morning? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Allah's grace and Allah's mercy, we are enjoying the innumerable favors and bounties of our Maker. Alhamdulillah. Malina, shukran so much for joining us so early in the morning for this program. Now, Malina, we are speaking about children and we are speaking about keeping them productive because a lot of us, we go to work, we come from work and we don't get time to spend with our children. But we get those times when we are maybe taking leave and we want to keep our children productive throughout the day instead of, you know, social media and going to cartoons and so forth. So what are the best ways for us as mothers and parents to keep our children productive? productive throughout the day? Well, firstly, I just want to compliment you and your team on a wonderful topic. I think it's such a pertinent uh, discussion, especially in this age of of life where uh, it is so fast-paced and and we're living what is uh, proverbially referred to as the rat race. Now, I think a very key starting point for parents is to have a plan. I think most parents are well-intended. They want to have their children become more productive. They want to keep their children productive. They don't want their children to turn out to be couch potatoes or gadget addicts. But they don't have a plan. Uh, They don't think about it. They don't draft something. They don't put together a string of suggestions. And I think that's a good starting point. You need to have a plan that that is comprehensive, that covers the physical element, uh, the spiritual element, the intellectual element as well. Um, The physical element, the problem that we see today, especially with teenagers, is that they're not connecting enough with the outside. You know, I saw the cartoon the other day where it said uh, 1978 and he had a picture of a mother pulling the child by the ear from outside and the child was playing soccer into the house. And it's got 2018 and it's got the mother pulling the child by the ear from inside with the the child holding onto the tablet and trying to push them outside. So there needs to be the, the physical element of it, then the spiritual element. And I think this is something which is very often neglected when it comes to productivity. There's a big link between spirituality and productivity. Today, even in the corporate world, they're saying that IQ is important, your intelligence, but EQ is more important, which is your emotional intelligence, and most important is your your spiritual quotient, your own sense of spiritual well-being. Then the third element, which the plan needs to uh, encompass, is, is intellectual development, intellectual productivity of the child. And, and fourthly, that, part, that plan also needs to have certain parameters and limits. And I think uh, in today's time and age, the most important thing with regards to which we need to put in place limits is, is the, um, the time that children spend on technology, whether it be on the phone or whether it be on the tablet or whether it be on the Xbox or on the PlayStation. There needs to be time limits. You cannot eradicate it totally from the equation today. It's part of who teenagers are. It's part of the growing up phase. But it needs to be limited and it needs to be, uh, uh, you know, constructively uh, defined in terms of what they do on it and how much of time they spend on it. So just, you know, a, a kind of uh, broad response to your, to your first question there, that the parents who want to keep their children productive need to have a plan that encompasses these key elements. 
Excellent. Now, Molina, you mentioned with regards to you seeing a cartoon, the timings and how it mm. has changed between back in the day and now 2018. But are we looking at television? Do you feel that children are being productive when they are watching uh, cartoons, whether it be maybe an Islamic cartoon or maybe an educational cartoon? Are they being the most productive than, you know, not watching the cartoons or the television for that matter? Yeah, this is a key challenge. You know, if, if the content is bad, then obviously it, it exacerbates the situation. But even if the content is good, even if it's something Islamic, whether it be the television or these days, whether it be the computer or tablet, because now the, in, in many ways, YouTube and Netflix and, and those kind of things mm-hmm. are substituting television per se in terms of a traditional medium. I think it's important and it goes without saying that parents need to be regulating the kind of content that their children are exposed to. But even when it's beneficial content, you, you, you cannot have children growing up uh, where they, oh, the only life that they know is, is either behind the desk at school or otherwise behind the desk uh, in their room or in their study, uh, you know, uh, looking into a laptop or looking into a tablet or looking into a TV screen and playing some games on the TV screen or just becoming couch potatoes. And I think as parents, many times we, we are guilty. Uh, we know that they will be at their quietest when we throw them in front of a gadget or we put them in front of a TV screen. So because our own lives are so haphazard or so fast-paced or so hectic these days if you want to if you don't want the children to be a nuisance if, especially in holidays and weekends just put them before the television but in terms of their growth and in terms of their their development that is extremely detrimental because as i mentioned early on when talking about those plans and, and we can go into the examples a little later on there needs to be that physical development there needs to be that spiritual development there needs to be that intellectual development and all of that is not going to take place simply by putting your child before a tv screen or before a uh, a digital screen of any sort Excellent. Now, Marina, with regards to the first points which you have mentioned, that parents need to have a plan, right? So if they take that first step, they have their plan in action, what are some of the examples in which parents can keep themselves busy in helping the children be productive throughout the day? Now, when we said physical, right, so it's not necessarily that they have to go outside and do push-ups or do, mm-hmm. or do uh, sit-ups as such. Yes. Children need to connect with the outdoor. Uh, I was reading something very interesting the other day, that when we don't connect with nature, we become very machine-like uh, in our attitude, in our mindset, and even in our, our values. Uh, because we live in this age of technology. So uh, it's technology gives you instant gratification. You can see that people live their lives in a way where they want instant gratification. If things don't happen immediately, they become very restless. They become very angry. And we see it in young children. It's also not healthy for you uh, physically and psychologically to be indoors all the time, to have your behind stuck to a seat all the time. So parents need to, when they draw up that plan, there must be an adequate amount of time, maybe a little less in the weekdays, a little more on the weekends, where they force their children outside, where they force them to be in the company of nature, where they force them to be in a park, where they force them to, whether it's kicking a ball or whether it's hitting a ball with a cricket bat or whether it's just parents taking their children for a Sunday morning walk or for a Sunday morning hike. Uh, we're not connecting enough with nature nature has that stabilizing effect on us, that calming effect on us. And we're also seeing the rising uh, concern of obesity amongst, uh, amongst children. So we need to break that monotony. And life can become very monotonous, very routine-like, very boring, if it's just gadgets and desks, gadgets and desks all the time. We need to break that monotony for ourselves as adults. Many of us are also stuck in that kind of a routine, and for our children as well. So as part of their daily routine and as part of our family routine, we need to engage with the outdoors. Uh, and then physical sports, etc., is good for the body, it's good for the mind. Then the other example, 
example, is with regards to the spiritual aspect. You know, there used to be a time in Muslim homes where everybody would sit together, either in the early hours of the morning or the early hours of the evening, read Quran collectively, make some dhikr collectively, make dua collectively, more so perhaps on Thursday nights, the, the durood and the whole environment of, of Jumu'ah, etc. Uh, to bring spirituality into the life of a child from a very young age is, is pivotal, it's critical, because it gives them that sense of, of, of uh, attachment to their religion throughout their lives and it makes them realize that it's part of their routine. Then it's also getting them involved in the house activities and the household chores. When you don't get your children involved in the household activities and chores, they become lazy. They, t- they become entitled. They feel that they want everything done for them. Later on in life, they, they can't become productive because they don't know what it means to be involved. When you get them involved, you're teaching them. You're also lightening your old burden. You can't do everything yourself. But you're also developing responsibility. And a person can never be productive if they don't know how to be responsible. So let them help. Tell them, look, this, 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 this is your uh, responsibility to make sure that the table is set for the dinner. And as they get older, right, you're going to handle the budget for, you know, whatever, for, for our weekend eat outs, for example. So you, you're teaching them finance, you're teaching them coordination, you're teaching them project management, and you're teaching them budgetary skills, etc. Then there's the intellectual element. You know, one sad thing today is that as Muslims in our homes, we don't have a library. We don't have books on, 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 a, on a wide um, variety of topics, Islamic topics, political topics, history, and we don't sit and read. We as parents don't read and we don't make our children read. And as a result, there's intellectual inertia. Uh, children grow up being, being very technologically clued up, but being very shallow in terms of their intellectual maturity and their intellectual capacity. Get your children involved in your household mashwaras, in your household consultations. Okay, mother and father will make the decision at the end of the day. Listen, boys and girls, if we want to go for holiday, this is what it's going to cost. Uh, if in order for us to be able to save this much of money, we need to cut down on A, B, and C. How are we going to do it? Bring them into it. Develop them intellectually as well. Uh, technology is such that people talk very negatively about it, but um, we also need to look at the positive elements. Our lives now revolve around technology. Even our grandparents are sending WhatsApp messages. <laughs> so my, 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 my thinking on it is, don't, don't go to either one of two extremes. Let, not, let technology not take over your children's lives because they won't be productive. On the other hand, you can't divorce them from technology altogether. So as part of the time allocation that you have where they are linked to technology, try and get them to learn that which is constructive. Children know how to play games on, on, on a laptop, but how many of them know how to put together a PowerPoint presentation, how to use all the different features on Microsoft Word? So as a mother, if you've got all your recipes from the 70s written on pieces of of paper and photocopy, give it as a responsibility to your kids and say, listen, I'm giving you two months. I want you to type out all of my recipes, make it in a nice book, a PDF, so I can have it saved on my phone. So wherever I am, I can just access it. Try and you, you know, get them to constructively engage with, uh, with, with technology. So I think those are some of the examples that covers the, the physical element, the spiritual element, the intellectual element, and even the technological element of, of that plan that we spoke about earlier on, and, and the different examples of how we can bring it into our lives and that of our children uh, to make the entire family more productive. Molina, I want to say shukran so much for sharing those amazing examples and tips with us and our listeners this morning. I wish you all of the best. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.